0: Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The Spring Reading Guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities, and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 Spring Reading Guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favorite book. Happy reading! Hi there, could you do me a favour really quick? Would you pretty please subscribe to the show? Leave me a five star rating if you like it and share an episode or two with your bookish friends. Better yet, if you could drop a link to the show or to your favourite episode in your book club or bookish group chat, that works too. I promise it only takes a few seconds, it really helps the show, plus I'll be incredibly grateful for it. So thanks in advance and now on to the episode. i'm victoria from biblio lifestyle and you're listening to the reader's couch podcast the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading learning new things and having fun In today's episode, I'll be talking all about organizing your books and sharing 10 different ways how you can organize your bookshelves. So if you feel overwhelmed by the amount of clutter on your bookshelves, if you can't find books you're looking for, or if you have a lot of books but you feel like you have nothing to read, I think you'll find this episode useful. So stay tuned. So, my idea of a good time is spending time with book people. And if you feel the same way, I hope to see you on Thursday, April 27th through to Saturday, April 29th at the Epigraph Literary Festival. It's a free virtual event that's all about books, the joy of reading, and the literary lifestyle. We also have an amazing author lineup, some great speakers, and fun sessions. So, visit epigraphlitfest.com to register for this fun, virtual festival. That's epigraphlitfest.com to get your free tickets. Plus early birds get first dibs on event swag. So go to epigraphlitfest.com to register and I hope to see you there. Well hello there and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. Today I'll be talking all about organising your books and sharing 10 different ways how you can organise your bookshelves. I'll also share the methods I use and talk more about how I organise my own bookshelves. Okay, so before we get into the episode, full disclosure, I'm a bit under the weather today. Um, I'm coughing, my head hurts, I'm stuffy. It's just, it's it's a mess. So if I sound a bit off today, apologies. But I really wanted to get this episode out to you today. So um, I hope you'll bear with me if I do sound a bit off. But anyway, let's get into the episode because I'm really excited to talk about bookshelf organisation. Organising your bookshelf can help to make not just your space look neat and tidy, but more importantly, it makes it super easy to find the books you want when you need them. So today, I'll be sharing 10 different ways how you can organise your bookshelves. Now, if you need help decluttering your bookshelves, I recommend listening to episode 76, How to Declutter Your Bookshelves and Organise Your Books. I think you'll find that episode incredibly helpful. I was going through a huge book purge when I was recording that episode. So again, if you need help decluttering, if you need to purge some of the books that are on your shelf, episode 76, I think you'll find it helpful. I also think that organising your books is also a great thing to do when you're in a reading slump and I talk all about reading slumps in episode 88. So those are just some additional resources that I think you could find incredibly helpful so consider giving those episodes a listen as well. Okay, so let's talk about bookshelf organisation. Now, the first thing folks often ask is, well, why is bookshelf organisation so important? Now, I think having a solid system is beneficial for multiple reasons. Of course, top of mind is the fact it makes finding the books you're looking for easier. But more importantly as well, it increases the odds of selecting a book to read. Because if you're anything like me, you want to read something, you don't know what you want to read you go look on your shelves and it's just it can be overwhelming at times there's just so many different options there but if you don't have an organization system in place then it makes even following your mood harder because I'm a mood reader so when I want something to read I'm looking for something that will suit my current mood or that will give me a a feeling so if I'm in you know the mood for something thrilling if I want a thriller something mysterious and exciting I need to be able to find those books or I need to think of an author that comes to mind whose books I have and I need to be able to go straight there and grab some options. Now, if you're not organised, it just kind of makes that harder. And another benefit is the fact that if you're anything like me too, organising your shelves just makes everything just more beautiful and pleasing to the eye. And it can lift your spirits because sometimes, again, when I'm in a funk, I just go straight in that little corner there where my books are and I'll just lay down sometimes on the floor, on the carpet, and I'll just stare up at the shelves or I'll just browse my shelves. Sometimes I'll even grab a duster and I'm dusting them. I'm looking at them lovingly. So sometimes it can lift your spirits and it's just pleasing to the eye as well. So needless to say, bookshelf organisation is important because it offers us so many benefits. So let's get started. Let's talk about 10 easy ways that you can organise your book collection. Of course, no professional or bookseller or librarian experience is necessary. So let's get to it. Okay, so number one, one way that you can organize your bookshelf, and I think this is really simple and really easy, is by separating fiction and non-fiction. Now, I think this is a universal method. Uh, Booksellers use this. Fiction books are usually found in one section, non-fiction is in another. And then, you know, you can have a mix of things in other places. But I think just having that clear divide of fiction versus non-fiction can be super helpful. Number two, another way you can organize your bookshelf is by author. Now this works best if you have multiple collected works from authors you love or authors you plan on reading one day. Right now, you can kick this up a notch by arranging the books by each order, by by each author rather in order of publication. I think that can be helpful. So let's say, for example, top of my mind right now is Agatha Christie or Stephen King, right? Two authors with lots of books to their name. So I would recommend that you keep your Stephen King books in one place, keep your Agatha Christie books also in one place. Again, if you want to kick it up a notch, organize them according to publication date. I think that can be helpful. And lucky for you, I have both of those authors book lists over on the blog. So you can see their books in order of publication. So you can use that as a guide. So there you go. Organize your books by author and kick it up a notch by organizing them in order of publication. Okay, method three. Organising your bookshelf by separating your classics from your contemporary. Now, how you define classics and contemporary, again, is just something entirely personal and unique to each reader. Popular options for defining classics could include books written before a certain date, books published within a specific time, living and deceased authors, writing style, societal standards and commercial usage. There are just so many different levels and ways and especially because classics had historically excluded marginalized writers. So the way we define classics can be different and unique for each reader also don't be afraid to include those modern classics with what you consider traditional classics as well so again this is unique for each reader but I think it's a great way to organize your books by separating classics from your contemporary books Okay, number four, organise your bookshelf according to mood or your emotion. So if a book made you smile or laugh or cry, um, if a book kept you up into, you know, late into the night, early into the morning, a book you couldn't stop turning the pages, maybe there's a book that opened your eye to something or a book that changed your life. Those are books you probably want to keep in one space. Um, But yeah, you know, maybe if you're an emotional reader, if you rate them based on how you feel, I think this method could be really helpful for you. Okay, number five. You can organise your bookshelf by separating your read from unread books. Have a section that's dedicated to the books you haven't read yet and then have a section of books that you've read and you've loved and obviously you want to hang on to them Uh, but I think it's a great idea especially if you have a lot of books that you haven't read yet so that's a great way for you to kind of work your way through your TBR pile. Number six, number six, you can organise your bookshelf alphabetically. Now, alphabetically works best, I think, if you remember titles and authors better than, let's say, you remember genres or book covers or so on. I actually also think the larger your book collection, the more ideal this method might be for you. So consider to organise your bookshelf alphabetically. Another method, number seven, you could organize your bookshelf by separating hardback and paperback books. Now, this method, I would say it's it's a great method if you're looking for a cleaner, more streamlined look on your bookshelves. So if you're looking for something that's aesthetically pleasing, consider organizing your books by separating your hardback and your paperback books. Another way that could be really pleasing to the eye is organising your bookshelf by colour. Now, the colour organisation strategy is ideal, I feel. If you're a person who remembers the book cover and colours, you know, because some people are visual like that. If you love vibrantly coloured bookshelves, if you love things that make a statement, I think um, organising by colour could be just the method for you. I think it's also a great opportunity if you want to get super creative with your show then that could be a very helpful uh, method for you. Number nine is you can organize your bookshelf by genre or subject matter. Now, this can be helpful if you're trying to find books based on genre, subject matter, or your current interest, you know. You could organize your historical fiction books in one section, romance in another, or even memoir. So when you're in a mood for a particular book, you know where to find them. So I think genre and subject matter can be incredibly helpful for you okay so number 10 you can organize your bookshelf by separating your favorite books from books that you maybe didn't like so much you know your favorite books however i want to be very clear These are the books that you absolutely loved. These are books that you can see yourself rereading one day in the future, even if you're not a prolific rereader. This is also a book that you're often recommending to friends. This is a book that you often will revisit just to reread a quote. If someone's discussing something, you want to grab for that book, because again, it's just one of those standout books for you. So instead of kind of just lumping all your books together, separate your favorites from the rest, you know, put them on display play maybe make them center stage you know treat those books well obviously because you love them so there you go 10 ways you can organize your bookshelves okay so now that we know the different ways you can organize your bookshelves let me tell you about my bookshelf organization method Now I do separate what I consider classics from my contemporary books so I think that's the most obvious thing. When someone looks at my bookshelves classics are in in one place contemporary books are in another. Now where my classic books are concerned I do collect book collections and book editions. So let's just say one popular um, collection I own is the Penguin Clothbound Classics. Now those are very popular. Now within my cloth bounds I organise them alphabetically because when it comes to those books I know most of the books that are in that collection so when I'm looking for them I need to find them based on author. So I keep all my cloth bounds together. Now, I collect Rebecca. I love Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. So I have all my Rebecca books in one space. However, let's just say a Thomas Hardy, for example. I love Hardy. I love Jane Austen. And I don't keep all my Austins together. I also don't keep all my Hardys together. Because they're parts of larger collections, for example, I have the Penguin cloth-bound Jane Austens. I also have the Canterbury Classic Jane Austins. Um, I also have the Vintage Classic Austins. I have the Woodsworth Collection and so on and so on. I tend to keep my collections together then when it comes to my contemporary books, I keep them based on genre. So I keep my historical fiction books in one place, romance in one place, thrillers in one place, and so on. If I have an author who has multiple books, so for example, I'll have a romance author, uh, who's popular right now, uh, Rachel Lynn Solomon, I have all her books in one place, Alexandra Bellefleur, uh, again, romance, all her books in one place. Historical fiction, same thing with those authors. I tend to keep them together and in one place, thrillers and so on and so on. So again they are just like multiple different uh, organisation methods I have going on and then for my favourites I do keep my favourites separate and that section on the shelf might be organised by colour depending on my mood you know. So it's fair to say I have multiple methods going on but rest assured if I want a book I know exactly the general area I need to go to to find it. And odds are I'll be out of there in five minutes. So if I'm looking for a classic, I go to that corner. If I'm looking for a cloth bound, I go to that shelf. You know, that kind of thing. So it's really helpful. I also separate red from unread. So I always know the books that I haven't read yet. I have the books that are on my immediate TBR close by and easily accessible and the books I'll get to at some point in my life, they're on the shelf somewhere. So needless to say, these are just some of the ways that work for me. So I highly recommend just selecting a method that works for you and that will make it easier for you to find your books. So readers, I hope you found today's episode informative and helpful. And if it's been a while since you've organised your bookshelves, I hope you'll consider trying some of these tips and ideas I've shared with you today. Now, on the other hand, if organizing or reorganizing your bookshelves is not on your agenda right now, I hope you'll consider sharing this episode as a resource if you have a bookish friend who might find this episode helpful. So as always, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.